0: This is bad news. Like, this is a lot of bad news. This is bad news for so many people look at it as bad news, especially. And it's just, it's scary. It's fucking scary for so many people. Like, deadly, deadly, the deadly conclusion that is inevitable. I mean, death is inevitable when... You experience this. Uh, in today's episode called Transmutation and Manifestation, I'm going to be giving you a few updates uh, so you know exactly what I mean and where I'm coming from with this and these statements that I said at the beginning of this podcast, as well as showing you how to transmute and manifest better for your life, how to be more of the creator of your life. And I'm going to be deep diving into what transmutation is, how I do it, Uh, what manifestation is, how I do it, and how to turn a negative into a positive so you can excel in life. But before I continue, here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll-never-give-a-fuck host, Avishai L, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step eat-stress-away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and yet those and shit well you'll hear about that too but let's face it sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds in broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work your stressful life and or underlying traumas so we are going to tackle it all you will be immersed in the mental physical emotional and spiritual aspects of life discover how to deal with personal interdependent and interpersonal relationships of all kinds let's make crazy look sane every fucking tuesday yay and throw them smoothies and green juices back one time Make sure you are subscribed to the Avi Unfiltered podcast and that you leave a five-star review. Share it with everyone, every single person that you know. If you truly want to support, definitely leave that review and make sure you're subscribed for every single Tuesday that this episode drops. You'll get instant downloads to your phone, computer, wherever you are. Wherever. Wherever, wherever. So I wanted to give you some, um, updates. So I, uh, remember when, uh, back in 2019, as I've, I've mentioned before, and, um, when I discovered that I could possibly have, um, mast cell leukemia, I had done my very own research and diagnosed myself and certain people were telling me, oh, I don't think you have cancer. I think it's an autoimmune disorder. And so I got all of these tests at least. I want to say at least I, I've had hundreds of tests. I want to say I could remember at least 20 tests that I've had within 22 years. I was about to say 20 years. <laughs> like, no, I've had way more in 20 years Um, in the past um, two years. So I would say. I've had I've had a lot of tests. Uh, I've had so many blood tests um, to determine what was going on, and it's been suspected for a long time, um, and it really couldn't be determined. So, um, although it's suspected that that's what I had because I had severe symptoms, and that's all the symptoms. Um, in my recent findings, um, I spoke to a naturopath. I actually went to see um, a naturopath and. It was confirmed that what I said was correct. <laughs> so it was confirmed that what I said was correct. So my diagnosis of mast cell leukemia was correct. The, it, however, it cannot be a definitive, although I'm correct, it cannot be a definitive because I'm refusing to have a bone marrow biopsy so yeah that that's that's basically what what happens is I went to see a naturopath said all my symptoms shared pictures shared blood tests um they looked she looked it over uh, consulted with another doctor and said you know that's basically that's basically what it was um however you know she was saying the other doctor couldn't really diagnose me because I did not have a bone marrow biopsy but that's what it is so it is a rare blood cancer that I it's like I knew what I had but it kind of and I said this before but it just really hit me after I found that out this week um last week it hit me that that's what I've had all along and I um I felt a lot of different feelings I was um I felt shocked. I felt a bit of sadness and I felt like, oh, my goodness, all at the same time. I felt brave. I felt empowered. I felt sad. I felt angry. I felt all the feelings that came to me. Um, And I allowed myself to feel them and I talked them out and I, you know, I let my feelings out. Um, I allowed my energy to be in motion. That's what emotion is. Um, so I allowed my energy to be in motion and then I just looked at myself as well. I was, you know, people don't make it. Okay. So people don't make it. Um, they only live about some weeks to some months and it's been two years and I'm a little choked up. Um, but it's been two years. So, I'm just amazed. Um, I, I'm so appreciative of Dr. Morse's team. Um, I think the doctors that I recently spoke with. Um, looking into my thing, I'm also having Dr. Morse's team look into it too. I'm the type of person if I was pre- if I had to find out if I was pregnant, I would take a hundred pregnancy tests. <laughs> That's just how I am, and I. Um, if it's certainly a bad way to be, then I'll obviously change it. I'm always evolving and saying, OK, maybe this isn't a good way to be. You know, maybe it's coming from a place of distrust or some shit. I don't I don't fucking know. But I honestly I think it's more coming from a place of um, me having certain placements in my chart that's very analytical and will like file folder shit. <laughs> so. Um, But I'm having him look into it as well because I just like to hear different perspectives. I like to hear knowledge. If there's something I need to be taking um, to prevent it from coming back um, or whatever, I'm open to that. So I wanted him to um, take a look at it. But as I'm, you know, as I'm even um, talking on here, um, it's... um, it's just my mom's gonna be on here next week, so she'll tell her side of um, what she's experienced with me. But it's um, it's been a difficult journey. Um, it's it's been so many different changes. Um, dealing with this for those of you who are new to watching my podcast, because I feel like some of you are new, so you probably don't uh, know what happened exactly. But um, I've been sick from a child. Um, as you know when my mom was on here we were discussing that and she was saying you know being a single mom of the very as I was always sick so she was back and forth with me to you know the doctors and to the hospitals and um so I've been sick from a child I've had a compromised immune system I've had at least 20 vaccinations and my health has just had just declined so I've never really been um healthy and so um, 2019, when I was exposed to even prior, prior to that, I had endometriosis, which to some people is a form of a cancer. Um, it can be seen as that cause it spread all over my body as well. So a lot, there was, there's been a lot of complications and everything. I've had two surgeries, Almost died with one of them, could have lost my life with one of those. The second one, when I went under anesthesia, I've been on like 12 different medications in rotation, not all at the same time um, when I had that surgery. So my body has been um, toxified. You guys know I make up my own words. It's been toxified for many, many years. So 2019... Um, when I was exposed to, uh, benzene and latex after men came, two men came to paint in the house, it just exasperated everything and, um, just made things worse. But prior to that, even, uh, I wasn't able to walk. That's when I was in paralysis, 2018. So things were starting to progressively, um, get worse. You know, I was homeless, 2017. I started to eat shitty food, um, um, as well as I was already sick as well. This is when I it's so 2016, I was just starting to get my health back in order. um, After going over the edge, after discovering I had liver damage and diabetes and all of that stuff, I was starting to get my health back in order. Then I was homeless 2017. So I had to move in with a relative. Then I was eating shit and hustling and working. And then when the men came to paint, you know, 2018, I was, in the hospital admitted. So it was a progressive thing, you know, that led up to this and everything The between the diet that I h- kind of had to eat and I was dealing with food addiction because I was high stress, not knowing, you know, what I was going to do, not having any funds coming in because I had lost everything, you know, it was a very high stress time. So I was just eating what I could afford really at the time and dealing with food addiction. So I wasn't thinking about green beans and all of that stuff. So, I hustled and worked, and then I was in the hospital 2018, um, diagnosed with familial hemiplegic migraine and ataxia, spinocerebellar ataxia type six, where you slur your words, you can't, you have hemiparesis, um, it's you have trouble walking, you you stumble like I and I was stumbling. My mom had to help me walk. Um, Memory loss, cognitive issues, and it was just a mess. So 2019, like I said, the men came and all of that stuff happened. Um, And that's when my my bones started to hurt even more. Um, The night sweats came, the fevers came, all of the bruising came. I had allergies to pretty much everything, which I've, I've had issues with allergies, too. And this is what I'm saying. It's been a progressive thing. So it hasn't it wasn't just like, oh, she was homeless and she was eating shit. That's why that happened. No, it was a progressive thing. Um, I've always had certain issues. I've had issues with not being able to see when I was 15 and out of my peripheral was never diagnosed properly. Um, I've had issues with my legs locking up. I even was in a wheelchair. Um, when I was in high school and had to take the elevator and had to go home because I couldn't walk. Someone had to help me walk then. So it's been spurts of this um, and it wasn't a clear diagnosis. So it's 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 been a progressive thing. Um, so it exas- exasperated and turned into um, a cancer that was not uh, definitive due to me not wanting to do a bone marrow biopsy because A lot of people have died, or I don't want to say a lot because it's a rare cancer. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, A few people that I've seen, they've had bone marrow biopsies and didn't live past it. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's the bone marrow biopsy. So it's been a progressive thing. And uh, the bruising, the forgetfulness, me not knowing, um, and that's why I was choked up and actually you know, crying on this episode not too long ago is because... I didn't know and why I was just feeling all of these feelings. I didn't know if I was going to wake up the next day. And that's why I'm doing this episode on transmutation and manifestation. I was not for sure. I had um, on a daily basis, I had to surrender that and just kind of, um, you know, say, you know, my purpose, maybe my purpose on this earth is finished. You'll, you'll hear it from my mom. I'm sure she remembers some more than I do. Um, cause she was there the whole time. But, you know, me having to say, you know, maybe my purpose is finished. You know, if I go to sleep today and I, I don't wake up, you know, at least I, I did visualizations um, during this time. I I had to see myself well, but it was like, I was drowning like half, halfway gone and halfway here. When I was experiencing this, it was really bad. Um, being paralyzed, being bedridden, the bruising, the pain, the excruciating pain, like I would scream and then I would cry. Like that's how bad it, it, it was. I would just, um, I would stumble. I would hit things very clumsy. I dropped things on the floor, um, cause I wasn't able to grip certain things. Um, wasn't able to move properly, speak properly. Um, remember certain things, um, sl- slur my words. Words just would come out very funny. Um... It's it's pff, it's just been it's it's been a roller coaster ride with this, and then knowing that you don't really have a good prognosis. Um, I had liver swelling. I had uh, pancreatic pain. Ugh, it was just terrible. My face would hurt when I would even try to put makeup on. So it it, it was it was bad. I mean, I couldn't touch my face. Um, not to mention the you know. Um, the stress and the depression that came with it. But what I did have and all that I could do is, um, you know, this is when I came up with the podcast back in 2019, you know, it was my outlet. So, You know, faith without works is dead. You know, I I did do my visualizations. I saw I wrote in journals. You know, I have my journals up on my site. I am well. I am healed. This is what I would write. And that's all I could do. And sometimes when you're manifesting. So we're going to talk about manifestation first. When you're manifesting, all you can do is what you can do. You know, all you can do is what you can do and you have to leave the rest up to your purpose, the rest up to your destiny. So during this time, um, I'm journaling and I'm writing and I I reached out. I reached out to certain doctors um, who gave me an anti-cancer protocol and I was very strict with that. It consisted of um, mostly greens and mushrooms and sprouts um, and green juices so I did that consistently and then I had to take it a step further so I got some of the um, vitamins and supplements that I have on my site um, so I'm an affiliate of uh, Dr. Furman and then so it was a progressive thing then I reached out to an herbalist who um, sells cannabis and um, which I absolutely love, and I am a, is it a proponent? (laughs) I'm all for um, cannabis. I absolutely love it, and that's how I started walking again. You guys got to understand, I just found out this information, and although I knew it it is still hitting me because people don't live, they don't live, and I really want to raise awareness of this rare cancer because it snatches the lives of so many people, Um, it can mimic what they consider, um, mast cell activation disorder, which is, you know, you have a lot of allergies and it's to weird things, fruits and veggies. Um, anything can exasperate it. You can get rashes and things. However, and that's what I initially thought I had. I was like, Oh, it's just a little mast cell activation disorder. You know, I have to do, but I had more symptoms that were in line with the leukemia, but again, so they, they, again, they couldn't give me a definitive because of not having the bone marrow, but so I'm a little, um, um, emotional about it because it's just hitting me. Like I'm not bragging or anything, but if, 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 if I'm here for a big fucking purpose was a person, It'd be me because you don't live. It's what it's, even though it's a mass cell leukemia, it's the diagnosis and the prognosis is under acute myeloid leukemia, meaning it just, it's a fast acting, it's an aggressive cancer. You know, it'll take you out of here because it's, it's in your blood, Um, you know, number one. So you're not really getting oxygen to your cells. Everything is spreading. You know, it's, it's, it affects everything so I'm just, just a little, um, not taken aback, but, but anyway, so I went to, um, the herbalist gave me cannabis and that really helped me. I was walking, um, again, and when I was walking after taking it, um, my legs kind of felt a little like jello because I had to learn how to walk again. They were going to send me to physical therapy, but at the time I couldn't afford it. So, and I told the doctor that, that I spoke to recently and she was like, oh, so you healed yourself. I was like, yeah, someone got it. <laughs> yes, I did. I had to, I had to do what I had to do. I tried going to the gym, doing some workouts. The workouts that I did were so, I would say unorthodox to my diagnosis because I, even though I wasn't able to balance, I would do workouts that would test my balance. It was the weirdest thing that I did. And that's actually what got me doing my muscle memory and my getting my coordination back. So I didn't go to physical therapy. I did the, um, the herbs and it, it felt weird uh, being able to walk. Um, so I didn't have any pain and I kept doing that. I kept doing that. That knocks you out. The stuff that I had knocked me out. And I did it solely for, um, for healing purposes because we do, we have an endocannabinoid system, so we do need cannabis and I absolutely am appreciative of that. So it was that I appreciate the people who, um, recommended, um, recommended the, um, herbalist. I really appreciate that because that really helped me. So I did that and I was doing, um, vitamins and supplements at that time. And then, um, my mom had, was watching Dr. Morse. So, And I was watching him and he was saying he was he doesn't really diagnose things. And what I mean by that, he doesn't put a name to illness because as I know, I know leukemia is a symptom of something and it has to do with your lymphatic system and all of these things. So I liked that it took the like I said before, the fear out of all of it. And it just made me deal with the fact that, you know, maybe I have a sluggish lymph uh, kidneys need to flush out adrenals you know need to not be fatigued and, and things of that nature so I started doing his protocol and I've seen whoa like profound effects on it I've been doing his um his cleanse and detox and I've been feeling absolutely amazing spiritually elevating mentally emotionally physically and spiritually and it's just been a joy um Obviously, when you cleanse and detox, you're ultra sensitive. So I was crying. Um, Certain memories were coming up that I had to let go of. And I allowed myself to do that. I really don't like the toxic positivity people, um, especially spiritual, so-called spiritual people these days who are very fucking narcissistic, who are all with this, we don't feel a damn thing, you just kind of let it go. Like, okay, so you're toxic. You have to feel certain things and elevate, you know, and transmute. That's why I'm doing the, going to be discussing um, about transmutation. So in order for me, so I said all that to say this, in order for me to have, to still be here, I had to constantly, although I can feel what is going on in my body, which would be the negative, I had to speak positivity into my body. Yes, I felt like I wasn't alive. Yes, I felt like I was away from people. And at this time, you know, a lot of people were still against me at this time, you know, um, because of the way I lived life and um, thinking I was a bum or a failure or whatever people were thinking. And that's totally fine with them. Um, Certain people, um, you know, looked at me like it was the weirdest thing. Like, I don't talk to them anymore. Thank goodness. But certain people thought I was lazy because I had leukemia suspected you know what I'm saying it's just the weirdest thing how people in this world are and I'm just like you put yourself in my motherfucking shoes and see if you like that's the dumbest thing when you have fucking cancer you're not you shouldn't even be working I wasn't even supposed to be working and I worked the whole time and that's another reason I was angry because I felt I was not really supported at during this time. I do appreciate the people who did, but I, it was, you know, my mom did. Um, my aunt, who I, I don't see too often, um, she's very spiritual. She's the oldest. She was supportive, you know, she she helped. Um, you know, certain people at the time, you know, other people did. Um, I don't want to miss anybody. If I did miss anybody, don't take it personally. Um, um, you know, people People are support the people in my life now. You know, I talk to my cousins still. Um, probably one of the the main ones that I do speak to um, my other cousin, who's a male. Um, oh, I have two 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 girl cousins that that I still talk to. There's a um, and I'm not bringing this up to to bash them. I'm just telling you know the truth of who who was there. I'm recalling who was there and um, so, but during this time, it wasn't like heavy support, and I think that people should be supportive when someone's struggling like that, especially so I became a little bit angry and I allowed myself to feel it and I just let it go because I I'm, I'm on another journey now. I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy with my clients. I'm happy that I'm still here. Um, but you know, I just want to say that if you see someone struggling with any illness and it's not just me that I was looking at, it was me thinking of other people too. Like I remember this woman, I remember just getting out of the hospital and not knowing that I had, you know, the leukemia that I was talking about and I was willing to stay with her. They they had me on her paperwork as a, a holistic nurse. She was in hospice. They told me way too late, like she was already, it was almost her time to go basically, but I didn't care. I still had faith and. I I was going to stay up there with her, but her family was not there for her. And it was just the weirdest thing. Like, the minute I hear someone has cancer, I'm like, okay, I'm going to help you. I'm going to be there. We're going to attack it. We're going to be aggressive with it. This is how I treated everybody. Um, You know, when my grandmother was here and I found out she was having, you know, certain health issues, she was able to live three more years, you know, due to my mom helping her and I helped her as well. Um, So I just attack stuff I'm like this is not that this is not gonna kill them you know I'm all for it and when that happens to people I find that it's the weirdest thing like be there be there what is wrong with you people be there for fucking be there for people be there for them what does it take to get them something to get them what they need get them their help help pay for their supplements help pay for their blood tests help pay for their treatments like Come on. So I was just thinking of that and, and reflecting. Like, don't be selfish. Like, d- but then they want to come to your funeral when you die. And that's very well. I I remember I told my mom, I was like, you you got to pick out my casket. Like, so I had my days where I was like, you got to pick out my casket. This is real. This was true talk. She'll be on here. She'll tell you. I said, you do. Like, I'm going to, ex- I just have to accept this. Cause there were times I could not get one breath coming out. It took me fifteen minutes to drink one eight ounce, uh, eight ounce glass of water. Eight ounce glass of water took me fifteen minutes to, cause I had, uh, cause of my lungs and my chest. And I think I cry too because I've just been through the ringer with this, and I'm still detoxing my body. You know, I'm still here. Um, I'm in the clear for it, but it, technically, I'm in recovery. Um, so, so, yeah, so that's what I had to do. So in terms of transmutation, so we talked a bit about manifestation, but I kind of want to hop back and forth. Let's hop back and forth this episode. (laughs) So transmutation, what that means is you're literally turning something into something. So it's similar to alchemy. So let's say that you wake up and you say, Oh, this is going to be a horrible, you know, that thought pops in your head. This is going to be a horrible day. It's always a horrible day, right? You can either accept that it's going to be a horrible day or you can do something to where it's not going to be a horrible day. So what I like to do is in order to make my day positive, what do I, what, what needs to be done today to make me feel less stressed, less overwhelmed, um, not depressed or not annoyed or irritated with people? What do I need so I could function at my optimum? So you transmute that by writing it down, by taking action, by implementing it and by saying it constantly, this is, I'm going to have a good day. This is going to be a good day. This is going to be a good day because I'm going to make it a good day because I am the creator of my life. Okay. So that's, That's a little bit of transmutation. Now we're going to deep dive a little bit more. So I gave my um, my situation right. So with the lady, I remember my social media team who you know follows people for me or you know gets people to come to my page or whatever they do. They're they're a great team that I work with. Yes, I do run my account, meaning I post on there and I post my captions. I don't have copywriters do my shit. I'm the writer. I've been writing since oh my god. <laughs> That's another funny story. I've been writing paragraphs since I've been in elementary school, okay? That's always been within me. So I do my own shit, post my own pics. No one takes my pictures. Like it's it's okay. It's it's me. I do everything. So anyways, <laughs> any any anyways when my social media team they found this lady and apparently she thought i found her and that's the that's why i the perks of aren't those the wonderful perks of sometimes having a team they find whack jobs so they found a lady who on one of her posts said she she struggles with jealousy or is a jealous person at times And that's still like a problem for her. So but it's funny that I read that because I already sensed that from her. I was waiting for her to expose herself. And she did. She saw a post of mine where I said, I offer one to one coaching and her jealousy took over and she took that as an opportunity to kind of bash people who did one to one coaching. So I said, do I want to cuss her out and call her a bitch And say everything or do I just want to block her? So I chose to block her because I'm elevating and, you know, there's a time and place to cuss people out. And there's a time and place to like hurt them and stuff. But that was not the time and place. So I blocked her. But however, however, you know what I did? I transmuted her negativity and I didn't receive that. I didn't receive that because I knew I offer one-to-one coaching for people who really need it. For, there's a certain type of person I offer one-to-one coaching for and I don't offer it often like all my programs are online and that's what I'm saying sometimes when you're a jealous bitch you just don't even ask people what they're doing because you take that very opportunity to just flip stuff around and use it to your weird insecure advantage it's 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 fucking weird so anyway. What I did is I created another program. I was like, ooh, I'm inspired by this. So you see what I did? I felt that I always picture it's like a negative cloud or negative arrow. I'm like, ooh, she's pointing that arrow at me. Ooh, what am I going to do with it? You know what I did with it? I turned it right back around at her. And I said, I'm not going to receive that. You see, when people throw stuff at you, you don't receive it. This is the power of transmutation. The first thing you're going to do is not receive it. I want you to write this down. Say, I am not receiving that. I am receiving goodness in my life. I am not receiving your low vibration. I am receiving high vibrations. I vibe high. I am amazing. I am capable. I am worthy. Again, I am amazing. I am confident within my own abilities. I do not need anyone's permission to do anything. And that's another thing. Like I said on the other episode, like, ha- oh, girl, have many seats. You're disrespecting creators of life. The ancient people created life, created studies, sciences, everything that she's doing. I'm like, oh, we don't have respect. That's when I said all these bitches as my daughters. That's when that came into play. And some of you probably got offended because you're also insecure. But that's what that means. That's what I mean. You know, some people come at you and they don't really know the history of how things came about. You know, pay that homage. Pay that homage. Anyways, so I created a brand new program. And now I have people enrolled in that program. And I'm just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so... You can either let people help or harm you. It's all in how you want to receive what they give you. You don't have to receive anything anybody gives you, but you have the power. you It's almost like you're the chemist. You are. You're the alchemist. Alchemist. I don't know why I said it that way. I love Latin. That's one of my languages. Alchemist. Um. But anyways, I just felt inclined to say it that way, you guys. No, I'm fucking random sometimes and shit. So it's like you see this thing coming at you. It's like, ooh, what am I going to do? It reminds me of one of those movies where you see them shoot and then you see the bullet comes and then they someone raises their hand and turns the bullet the other way. That's transmutation. And that shit's fucking powerful as F. It is. It is. Transmutation. I just love it. So I created another program. It's called the Discover Your True Self program. And I launched it like I think a month ago. And I have someone currently enrolled in it. And they just they love it. You know, they're like, you're keeping my interest. And I'm like, amazing. So they have access to the membership portal. It's an intensive program. And that's what she was like stressing with people. She's like an intensive program. So I was like, "Ooh!" so you're jealous. But you're also giving me. An idea for another program. It's not a program that she had because Lord knows I don't even no one really inspires me in terms of programming. Um, because it's it comes from spirit. You know, I'm very intuitive and guided that way. But it's like, ooh, if I didn't offer one to one, I can off- offer another program. So I offer intensives. Um, so you can either do it as a four hour intensive online or And just go through the modules and the portals if you're like, wanna be on the fast track, or you can do it as a four hour, um, I mean, not a four hour, four week thing where you take your time. I meet with you one to one, but it's also, you know, in the portal. So there's different ways to do it. So (laughs) I was like, thank you. You're just helping my business, honey. (laughs) People are so stupid. Um, that their insecurity and, um, their ego has them look stupid every time and it's just comical to me. So that's what transmutation is. It's basically taking something that's thrown at you and, and transmuting it into how you want it to play out. You're the creator. What I want you to take from away from this episode, if you don't remember anything is that you're the creator of, of life. Okay. You're the creator of your life. So in terms of manifestation, Oh, manifesting. I briefly talked about it in terms of me. I had to manifest myself to still be here. I had to recognize your purpose is not over. So if I wanted to give in to sickness and into illness, I would have done nothing to help myself. I would have still been eating shitty food. I would have, you know, just done nothing. I would have just said, you know, I'm going to be in the bed. I'm going to think these negative thoughts. You know what I did? I once I was able to walk again, I went out shopping I was like, I'm going to do stuff that makes me feel alive. (laughs) I went out shopping. I went to Pier 1 Imports. I went to the mall. I got me a smoothie. I did things that I knew would keep me alive. So today, what keeps you alive? What makes you feel amazing? So here's the way I like to manifest, okay? What I love to do is I love to do visualizations. I'll think about it. So I'll draw a picture in my head. If you're not a visual person, you can write it down if you're very more analytical. And what I'll do at that point is I'll write down, you know, what I'm seeing and then I'll put it into action, you know. So it's similar to transmutation, but manifestation is more coming from what you visualize, not what people think of you. See, transmutation is like when stuff comes at you, what you're going to do with it. Manifestation is what you're imparting and what you're going to bring to life. Okay. It's what you're imparting in yourself and what you're going to bring to life. So when you're manifesting something, you're birthing something. So it's what you want to birth and you can either birth good or bad. So it's constantly saying what you want, but then it's surrendering too. It's surrendering too. So that's basically what manifestation is. I didn't need a long ass episode on this. I was like, should I do two parts? But it's like, no, manifestation isn't difficult. Like life really isn't difficult. You just have to let yourself have it. You have to let yourself have it. You can have it. You can have what you want. I manifested myself here. Um, I gave I moved. It's a luxury apartment. Now I manifested myself here. Now certain events transpired and I ended up here, but I mean, I manifested myself here. I kept seeing, you know, where I wanted to say, I, I just, I just would say things. I said, I want to want a quiet area. I want, um, I want to be able to decorate my room. I want to be able to decorate my space. um, I want a place where I could go hiking. Like I I said all of this and I, you guys know, I moved, you know, to Ohio, almost died there. I had another, you know, reaction or whatever. Um, and then I moved here and, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I kind of had regrets when I had to come back from Ohio all the way back to Harford, And I was like, well, what was the point of that? But it's funny when I was coming back and my face was extremely burned, I saw 7-7 and you know, the angels revealed to me that I went there and what the purpose was. And I'm not going to share the, the purpose of it. But I, I I totally understood it at that time. And I, I don't regret it now. Um, it, It's what was needed to happen for me. And so when I came back, I was like, well, that was my dream place. It was so quiet. It had a walking area. It had a park. And so that was 2020. So it's 2021 and I'm like, oh, my God, this is even better. This place is even better. You know, even though um, I absolutely love Ohio and I'd love to take vacations. They're like, Ohio, if you see it, there's so my God, the scenery at different places is amazing. And a lot of people don't talk about the scenery at Ohio. But oh, my God, when I was on the way home, even though um my face was burned and even though I had gone through all of that I looked outside the window and I could see the buffaloes and it the things just made me happy and I think a lot of times you know I have gone through so much in life and I I, I'm kind of thankful that I'm able to appreciate the small things because even though my face was burned even though I couldn't eat the the fruit and nut bars I had because they were burning my tongue because I was burned I ate a lot of them um did I eat a lot of them or was I not able to eat? Oh, you know what? At this point I was not able to eat them. I was not able to eat them because my tongue was burning. I think I kept trying to have it, but my tongue was burned. um, So I had to stop eating them, but I was hungry at this point. I might've forced myself to eat some of them because I was very hungry and it was a, it was a 18 hour drive back to Harford because I was on different buses. It was just a mess, but, but I've, Found the beauty in looking at the buffalo, looking at the animals, and looking outside. And it was just a great atmosphere. I felt really, I felt peaceful, but also sad because my face was disfigured once again. And it needed to go through a healing process. So it's just amazing. So you have to see the beauty, too, when you're manifesting. You only have to see what you want. And so... Like I gave my story on my Instagram, I remember walking when I was going to CVS and I was like, I'm never getting out of here. But at the same time, I'm visualizing. I'm a Cancer Sun, but I'm a Gemini in Vedic. There's different. You have Western astrology and you have Vedic astrology. So in Vedic astrology, I think up to July 15th, you are a Gemini. Um, In Western astrology, you're a Cancer. So you're a Cancer Sun. (laughs) <laughs> so I have the ability to be both at the same time and utilize it to help me so although I felt like oh my god I'm not I'm never getting out of here I was still doing visualizations and saying what I would like and then it turned into me putting in the action faith without works is dead again so I put in the action I called places I looked for places I searched for places and then I stopped using that impulse method and then I allowed myself to be intuitively guided I said okay OK, what is my spirit saying and how the, the easiest way to be intuitively guided is. If you don't feel nervous, if you just feel calm. And if things end up working out for you, you'll know, you'll just know that you're intuitively guided, things will just work out. So this place, I got it. And um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm amazed. I, I love it here. I absolutely love it here. I could go hiking all the time, you know, and see the butterflies and the birds and the squirrels and talk to them. And it's just a very peaceful place. So I'm very, very thankful. And I hope this episode helps all of you um, learn about transmutation and manifestation. Um, I could certainly go into even more of this. If you'd love to know more, you can certainly sign up for my programs, my Discover Your True Self program, which I just recently launched. I also have the Stress-Free Me membership. Don't forget to sign up for that. My clients are like, we're not doing the monthly. We're doing the annual. Like everyone's people are choosing the annual. Um, option, which is 29997 for the year, or you could do 29.97 for the month, but they're like, no, I'm going all in. It's designed to help you reduce stress, um, utilizing different topics that will help you reduce the stress that I've taken from my other programs. So I'd love to see you in there, especially if you're positive and you're ready to elevate. So have an unfiltered day and I will see you next week.